You ain't even gotta be like that. Smiling slows down the devil's devious deeds. Enticing the haters need to see what they wanna be. But living vicariously through another As if the vagina was of a different mother But I can understand jealousy Because it's love and hatred at the same time So the real lies turned out to be false Because they couldn't see past real lies That made me realize that time flies When you recognize that the truth is looking at you the whole time As you staring face to face With a twin, clone, or similar figure You see exactly what you want to in that mirror But all society sees is another N-word So every day I wash my face and brush my teeth I used to be colorblind, so if you ask me about my pigment, the colors I can see, the scars I can see, the negativity I can't think though, because I'm full of so much power that my emotions won't be devoured by hypocrisy or stereotypical individuals who seek my downfall, but if I fall down I get right back up, like a youngster learning to ride a bike, like Muhammad Ali in a boxing fight, I swing back just like that at my opponent, because even when I'm split open or divided, I'll always come on top. As the quotient, power. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again to the Black in a Minute podcast. I go by Nero Angelo. And I am the dark skin poet. That's dark skin with a G on the end. Yes, indeed, just the same. So, if you notice, yeah, we took about a week hiatus off. So, you know, y'all ain't hear us. If you've just been paying attention to the anchor and you haven't been paying attention to like YouTube or anything else, you didn't really hear from us last week. Um, with that being said, today's subject is actually a phrase. Today's subject is, I don't hate you, but I don't like you. Mm. Let's talk on it. What's your first thought when you hear that? Honestly, uh, my first thought... <laughs> Is literally an expression that I say that I've been saying for years, and that's just, um, or basically another flip of that is just because you view me as your friend does not mean I am your friend. Um, essentially, there's expectations and there is reality. And when it comes to situations of problems or problematic, Dynamics between people. Mm-hmm. It should be understood that hey, I don't want to deal with you, but that doesn't mean you know I have any ill feeling towards you. Mm-hmm. But you did something to me nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. and for that reason, at the very least, I cannot interact with you the way I may have used to interact with you. Right. Or at the very least, it's not really worth it to do so. Nope. Um, that's kind of the reason I chose this uh, topic, because I actually did pick this topic this time, is really because it kind of came up in my head that, you know, as people, as human beings, as individuals, we do owe each other the genuine, the, the general respect of we respect your life, your right to exist, your right to life, your right to a choice, your right to an opinion. As a human being, you are entitled to these things. These are unalienable human rights, right? Right. So as a result, you know, just because I don't like you, or I don't prefer being in your company, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the type of person to say, look, you're not allowed to speak. You're not allowed to express yourself. You're not allowed to have hopes, dreams, and thoughts, and feelings just because I don't like you. I got another expression that goes along with this. Mm-hmm. I don't want. Uh, well, wait, let me get it right. Mm-hmm. I want you to eat, just not at my table. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you the best. Just stay from around me. Like, you know, and and it's okay to feel that way. I think that's something that we do need to normalize within our own spaces, within our society, is that a lot of us are locked into this concept that you either gotta love or hate somebody. That's it's not very true. The truth of the matter is, is that you can absolutely not love somebody and not hate somebody at the same time. You know, you can have uh, you can have a dislike for somebody without having what I call static with them or issues with them. Yeah. Um, and I think it's necessary to understand that and understand what the dynamics are with that and, and how it's easier to do. You know, it's better for your peace of mind. It's better for your mentality. It's better for you as a person. Uh, what would you say benefits are to that in your own opinion? Adopting that approach, I think at the very uh, basic level, will probably save you a lot of time, especially from being in toxic situations that do nothing but cause you harm or, you know, keep you in a place of fear or depression or just anguish. Mm -hmm. So on a basic level, it's very good for your health. Especially from a mental standpoint. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we get caught up in the hate and vengefulness and spitefulness that we yeah. think toward people. That eventually, after it's made its way around our heads, mm-hmm. it's ruminated all through there, it starts to leak out to our behaviors. Right. And now you act in that ass. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a consuming thing. That's that's the big problem is that you know hatred is consuming. For sure, it, it, it is corrosive. It eats away at you. It tries to, as people say, allow you to make things live rent free in your head. It's compounding. Yeah, it, it builds. It doesn't. It doesn't dissipate. It, it it really does build up, and it creates something way worse than what you had. Along with that is when you feel these type of feelings, you ever been in a situation where because you didn't like somebody, you had an issue with somebody, you felt like you couldn't be in the same space as them. Definitely. You felt uncomfortable, not because they came up to you, not because they said anything to you, but just because they're there. Yeah. Not anytime recently, years ago. Right, right. But you, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think most people do. Yeah. That that feeling of I can't be around, even in the I can't share the atmosphere with this person because of how I feel about them. And at the time when you're younger and you do have these thoughts of if I don't like you, I shouldn't be around you. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, you get to feeling like well. If I don't want to be around you, I shouldn't. I should move around. I don't want to 
I don't want to do this because you're here. I don't want to do that because you're here, you know. And with that being said and with that being known, you get into a space where you literally can't function properly because this person, this individual is, is near you. And sometimes what you don't even realize is that while you're still ruminating mm-hmm. on those situations, a lot of times other people have moved on. Yeah, we don't even think about you. Because typically when two people mutually feel away, mm-hmm. um, there's some sort of confrontation. Either the type of confrontation that leads to a productive conversation where people get closure, mm-hmm. or the type of confrontation that leads to people fighting. Yes. When the feeling's mutual and it's a mutual hatred or disgust. There's an end game. Yep. And it's usually that kind of end game. Right. And, and, and the main thing with that is, look, here, here's the way that I feel. This one's probably going to be kind of a short pod because it's pretty straight to the point. And we did explain a lot of things in the live stream. Is that if you feel some type of way about somebody, if you are bothered in some way because of something somebody did, something somebody said, something that they, some act or behavior that they have committed against you or towards you, the first thing you got to do is really just take the time to think how much of my time how much of my life and how much of my energy is really worth dealing with this individual weight of scales be practical about it you don't always have to lean on your emotions for this be practical how much of your time, if you can quantify it, is really worth dealing with, dwelling on, thinking about somebody who does not like you? You know what I'm saying? Uh, and when you start thinking about it that way, it starts making you look at it from a different perspective. You, you notice that? When you really start thinking about it practically, instead of being like, I'm mad, I'm mad, I don't like this person. So therefore, I'm not going to do this. No, no, instead of being reactive, think about it. You know? You may find that a lot of the time that you're devoting, that person isn't worth it. That individual, that thing, that group, isn't really worth as much time as you're putting in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. For sure. You know, you we spend, sometimes we, uh, you know, in general, people spend way too much time worrying about things that are out of their control. So, like I said, one of my favorite quotes is control the controllables. Right. Because, you know, that those are the things that you have the most dominion over. Like, if you can affect it and you stand to benefit, especially if you stand to benefit in a way that doesn't, um, directly harm someone else mm-hmm. maybe you should do something about it yeah I mean lack of action and seeing other people doing things contributes to a lot of the hate that we have in this world people basically complaining yeah. people feeling that they aren't in the positions to do certain things fear you know fear Fear is 
very powerful control mechanism, especially when it leads to negative outcomes. Yes, because they feed each other. There's a lot more negative outcomes that come from fear than positive. There are some positive ones, though, too, mm-hmm. because fear does invoke change for the better, too. Yeah. But more often times than not, it does not. And the great struggle that many people will come about, especially in this day and age with all the different, with all the ever-changing things that is our modern day, mm-hmm. due to social media, due to technology, due to just varying opinions of the new age of people, the millennials and Gen Zs, it's very important that in a day and age where we have the most, as far as I'm concerned, the most privilege and access to information and wealth that we control, the controllables, and stop worrying about these things that have nothing to do with us. Stop stretching yourself thin. It yes. never works in the end. And all it's really going to do is eventually you're going to get tired of it and then you're going to blame everybody else for taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're going to have to turn that finger back on yourself. For not being accountable for your own personal actions. Yes, accountability. And that's the biggest thing. You do have to be accountable for how much time somebody gives you, you, you take or, or how much time people take from you. What is it that uh, Maxine Waters said? Reclaiming my time. You really want to spend all of your time reclaiming the time that you lost? Or do you want to properly allocate your time and your energy when it comes to something that matters? Right. Something that's forward moving. Something that's progressive. Yes. Something that is going to change something in your life. Right. Not something you're just mad about. A lot of y'all do that. A lot of y'all do that with your past issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. And see, that's why I say I'm the type of person I don't, I don't live a life of regrets because I can't ch- I can't go back in time and change anything that I've done. I can't necessarily say that I'm quite there yet, but I'm definitely working on it because and, I, and that's you, fine, you realize how much it's not worth, bro. That's my thing. Like I, I have no power over those things. So like for the most part, the only thing that I can really do mm-hmm. is try to be better than the people better than the versions of me that made those decisions instead of regretting them right Mm -hmm. why don't i just be better than the person that made the decision that i didn't like the version of me and i agree with that wholeheartedly you you get what i mean oh yeah like it's just like i'm not gonna regret it because i already did it and it already happened based off of the type of person i was then Mm. but the beauty of the past is that i have hindsight that tells me hey I can look back on those situations. My discernment is so legit, especially compared to then, that I can look at that situation and I can break down not just the situation, mm-hmm. but the version of me that existed within that situation. Yeah, you're analyzing. Yes, you, you psychoanalyze it and you, you call it for what it is. You hold your former self accountable. Mm-hmm. So that way your present and future self doesn't fall back on those same mistakes that lead to those same outcomes. Yes. So then, guess what happens? You don't have to regret it then. Yep, and you don't become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, but we're going to cover this and a few more things and finish up after a word from our sponsors. Sponsors. All right, and we're back. Like we never left. Right, right. Um, but yeah, before you were saying... Um, I recall what you were saying. <laughs> Tripping. I mean, so look, it's like this. Um, basically, 
when we're talking about you know having the choice to hate someone based off of what they've done or how they acted you know so on and so forth any friction between the two of you it's so much easier to just adopt the approach of this isn't important because what you'll find is when you really analyze situations a lot of times these things that we be going at it over each other be be petty differences mm-hmm. and when they're not right when they're not my general rule of thumb is is it life threatening is it taking money out my pocket mm. or is it affecting someone outside of me that I care about those are my general three rules of thumbs when it comes to more serious issues that makes sense you know like I said before I want us to normalize people getting closure we've gotten so hooked on to the ghosting culture and the petty culture and enough people don't talk about getting closure the truth is is that when we talk about controlling the controllables um, I'm a very confrontational person in the problem solving sense right yeah you you gotta explain that sometimes and and, uh, and I am in in the problem solving sense meaning if I feel that there's an issue I want to talk to you about it because I've been in a position where I had no clue why somebody started acting different or funny toward me or didn't want to speak to me anymore mm-hmm. and I know how it felt it bothered me yeah because I felt I felt robbed I felt innocent and I just didn't really understand anything else about it right and it took me getting to the point where I was just like you know what this is above me I can't control this because in order for me to then have control of it would also mean that I'm able to actually interact with the other person mm-hmm. and I'm not so it literally falls among upon that person if they want to talk to me if they want to interact with me they will mm-hmm. but they don't want to so what did I have to do in that particular situation if you guys want to hear the more details about the situation I'm referencing definitely check out our live stream on YouTube and Twitch yes, sir. Um, but with that being said you know I didn't force the issue at a certain point. I just like, you know what? I give up. You know, either I'll eventually hear from that person and they'll give me the closure that I, that, I mean, at this point, I don't need, but I would I like that. I take it. Yeah. Um, or I'll never speak to them again. And that's okay. Do I hate them? No. No. I don't even dislike them. But there's nothing we have to talk about. Right. And at least if there is something to talk about, it won't be a conversation that's initiated by me. Well, and and I feel the same way you do. If you draw a line in the sand, I feel like it's up to you to erase it. Yeah, precisely. And, and that's really what it is. If you, there's been a few times where I've been in a situation where they be like, "So I heard you and such and such got issues with each other." No, such and such got an issue with me. I don't have an issue with them. And that's not to try to say it from like a prideful or, or a cocky perspective. Or even a blaming perspective. Right. It's literally the fact that if you or the person, whoever this person is or whoever the individual is, decides that they have an issue with me as a person or whatever it is that I'm doing or however it is I'm carrying myself, it's up to them 
to seek uh, some measure of repair, reconstruction or rebuilding of whatever our relationship was prior to that or at least just resolution yes to come to a conclusion um because for me for me it's not necessary for me to try to expedite a situ a solution to a problem i didn't cause i don't i don't feel like that's and that might be like i'm saying that might be cocky to say but i don't feel like that's worth my energy and, and that's the biggest thing we have to determine what's worth our energy um i'd I, like to add that also um mm-hmm. not just a problem that you can cause but um a solution to somebody who don't want one yes because sometimes you do have situations like that yeah, like they don't want to solve anything it, it, I, they don't want nothing to do with you like uh we had we had a commenter who actually said hate is a powerful and negative word a negative feeling and low vibrational Hate is a feeling that you lack of something or you feel as though you were stripped of something. And that's very true. Hate is evidence of a deficiency. That's what I would add to that. Hatred is evidence of a deficiency. And with that being said, the only person that can remedy that is you. Yep. You can't wait on somebody else to give you the answer. You can't wait on somebody else to fix your problem with them. You have to do that. You have to be the solution to your problem. The ball is in your court at that point because just like my brother here said, if I don't have no ill will towards you, if I don't have no issues towards you, if you don't live rent free in my head for one reason or another, then why would I open myself up just to solve your problem? Yeah, that isn't healthy, y'all. No. Stretching yourself thin for the sake of others isn't healthy. And, you know, like I said before, eventually what that'll lead to is you then turning around and saying that everybody's taking advantage of you. Yes. And then then that begs the question of where's your accountability at um if that is the case because it's it's a two-way street when it comes to interactions it takes two people to interact because when only one person is doing something um they're either being ignored and or ghosted which is practically the same thing just depending on the context of it it requires uh back and forth right so so think about that and you know everybody you know at the end of the day we individuals so it's like you know, as much as you would like to have some dominion over a situation, sometimes it, it just ain't in your control, even when you're a part of the uh, even when you're a part of the situation itself. Yeah, because, it, yeah, I mean, there's been countless situations that I wish I could just grab the reins to and be like, no, we're not doing this. This isn't how it's going. But sometimes life does not work that way. Sometimes some things do have to just play out and it sucks and it hurts because you'd rather just have an answer to it. You'd rather just be able to fix it, you know, but sometimes you do have to let some things go their way, go whatever way it wants to, because it's not up to you anymore. It's not your job to fix another person's problems if you had no hand in creating it, you know. Any person can develop an issue with you. I can develop an issue with somebody and not even know them and just be looking at them and have issues 
with how they look or, or what they look like or the way they're looking at me or anything. You can literally garner something negative from anything. And when you come to that realization, it, it makes so much more sense of why it had the responsibility lies with the person who initiates the negative feeling or content because you created this you made this monster you can't expect somebody else to fix that for you you did that you know right and that's and that's why we can sit and that's why the title says once again i don't hate you but i don't like you and really what it should say is i don't hate you but i don't have to like you because there are people who believe that it's a requirement for you to just automatically be buddy buddy with anybody that you decide that you don't hate and that's not true just because i don't hate you doesn't mean i have to deal with you just because i don't hate you doesn't mean that you got to be around me all the time just because i don't hate you doesn't mean that you get to walk around and act like everything's cool no if things aren't cool things aren't cool you know if there's an issue there's an issue I'm just committing to not making it more of an issue than it needs to be. Just because I don't hate you doesn't mean that I've forgiven you. And see, that's another aspect. That's a, that's a whole other aspect yeah. for, for, for another time. Right. But that's literally the most, the most encompassing mm-hmm. thought. That, because, I just can't, that just came to my head yeah. from all of this. No, and, and it's a valid point. Because here's the thing. Forgiveness is another part of recovery. This is one thing where even if you aren't at fault, this is something that you can do that will help yourself. It's okay to forgive. Even if you don't like the person, even if you feel some type of way about the person, it is perfectly okay to forgive. It doesn't weaken you. It doesn't diminish you. It doesn't make you less of who you are yourself. Think of it as an exercise to preserve your own peace of mind if you have to think about it that way then do so you're not doing it for them you're doing it for yourself so that way you don't have to dwell on that you know because for real with all the things that's going on especially us as black folk a lot of the things that are going down that we hear in the news every day do you really think in this fast-paced belligerent world that we live in that you truly have time to be hating somebody right like you you don't have more business than that yeah do do you not have more business to devote your time to than being mad at somebody because because i promise you if you really think about it and you really quantify it and, and you piece together the amount of time you spend on certain things you'll realize that you spend an unnecessary amount of time being mad at somebody It'll, it'll scare you because I've had to do it. I didn't necessarily crunch the numbers per se, but I caught myself thinking about it way too much Yeah. to the point where I made myself uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable around certain individuals because of that. Remember, what affects your mental can cross over to affect your physical. You have to be mindful of that. Yep. It's important. It's imperative for your mental health. 
and and there's no other way to say it and we're probably gonna close with this but seriously you owe it to yourself to protect yourself because in the end of the day no one else is gonna do it for you yep it has to be mentally Mm -hmm. physically Mm -hmm. and uh which also kind of plays into mental and that's emotionally Yeah. Oh, and spiritually as well. Absolutely. Just like you wouldn't let somebody just walk, just like you wouldn't cut yourself, just like you shouldn't cut yourself and and inflict physical self-harm, you shouldn't inflict mental or spiritual or emotional self-harm. Right. Don't cut your nose to spite your face. Exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. Um, But anyway, like I said, this one ain't going to be long um, because we've more or less broke this topic down in so many ways in the live stream thank you to everybody who did join the live stream and if you're here on the pod thank you once again we appreciate you uh but this has been the black in a minute podcast um we got a couple more announcements we are on twitch now yep uh we're learning to further uh expand our reach with our live streams also there are now polls on anchor so we're gonna try and get that figured out where y'all can answer some questions on there you know yeah, let give us, us some feedback out some things. on the pod and and definitely keep giving us suggestions i literally just got a suggestion for a pod episode and live stream cool. while we're recording cool. so look it's coming in take claim, take your place claim right. your spot right because otherwise you're gonna run run lower down the list yeah but, but for real, we do love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We want y'all to maintain a constant state of positivity. Uh, what the, uh, What's that line? Maintain. I'm maintaining a high level of enthusiasm. There you go. I always forget that line. But for real, seriously, exercise your spiritual and emotional inner person as much as you do your physical care for it as much as you do your physical because all these things work together to make you you maintain self-control y'all yes yes and that's actually what we talked about yesterday i mean not yesterday but last week yep so this is in some ways a continuation of that callbacks we do that absolutely absolutely shameless plugs but like i said we are the black in a minute podcast i am nero angelo and I go by the Dark Skin Poet. That's Dark Skin with a G on the end. Mm-hmm. We love you. We appreciate you. And this has been the Black in a Minute podcast sponsored by Twyman Art. Thank you so much. Peace out. Power.